This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. And Jason. So we're going to talk about Elon Musk. Before we do, uh, Jason, you told me something that kind of blew my mind. I had a very strong reaction to it, and I want to talk about this first. This is called ChatGPT. It's a AI program that recently was developed by these guys in Silicon Valley. And basically the world has changed um, in overnight, in an instant. It's, it, so it's a program that uses solely artificial intelligence. You can, and unlike a Siri or a Google where you can ask it factual information, who, what's the history of this, it, you can ask it creative to do things that are creative. So you can say to it, write me a movie script, write me a comedy sketch, write me a podcast script, and give it some information. Write me a podcast script about two people chatting about what love means. And it will write you a 100-page detailed script, a back and forth with two people talking all about love. And then you can say to it, transform it so it's written in a Shakespearean dialect. And it will convert the language into a beautiful Shakespearean dialect. It's not perfect. It's not as good as a human can do yet. But it also can do it in 10 seconds, 30 seconds. The amount of time it takes literally for the script to appear on the uh, the screen. So it can write you a 100-page novel in let's call it 15 minutes that will need to be tinkered edited etc but it is very good kids are using it like crazy to write their essays for them so you can give it a prompt my you know of describe the impact the nazis had on post-world war ii Mm -hmm. france and it will write you seven pages that is really pretty good and you know what my reaction to that is it is going to make the it is going to make the world stupid Yes. It is going to make this world stupid. And and there's an irony to all of this that you're right that how many kids are going to actually do this on their own if they can do it this way. And if they can't if they don't do it on their own and they never learn the creative process, they never learn um how to read, for example, so that you can get kind of a um, a vault of information and emotions that you develop with knowledge, you just push a button and you get what you get. And that kind of, you know, bypassing the brain, you're bypassing the brain, you are bypassing your brain. So this is like not a gastric bypass, it's a cerebral bypass. And when you have a cerebral bypass all throughout school, what you end up with on the other end is stupid. Yeah. And, and, you know, and look, this has been – this has scared me since I heard about Neuralink, mm-hmm. that eventually – Neuralink is a great idea, something Elon Musk is going to – is developing and something we're, we're going to talk about Elon in a minute. But, you know, the idea initially for Neuralink is that you could actually – 
uh, you could actually reverse paralysis. You could eliminate epilepsy. It's just life-changing, and it's amazing. But also, this is going to be implanted in people's brains, and you could literally have Google in your brain. So when you do that, you just... here's, Here's why I say it's ironic. That I think in 50 years... You know, we we talk right now about AI, and we say that AI is kind of robotic, but yet we're trying to make AI more creative. We are going to make robots more like people and people more like robots, that you're going to have people who are just pushing buttons and not thinking, and they get through life that way as well as they can, so they become AI robotic. And the AI robots become more human. Yes, I try not to be. <laughs> I try not to be an alarmist about these things. But seeing now, there are limitations. One of the limitations now there. The, one of the limitations that will always exist is that it only spits out what it takes in, and therefore it is frequently wrong. And that's one of the big things. So about are people. Fa- yes, <laughs> so are people. Yes. If you want factual information. No, no, no. But I'm talking wrong. creative. But I'm creatively, talking thinking. Yes. It, it's the, the world has changed dynamically in the last two or three weeks or two or three months at this thing. I, I became aware of it two or three weeks ago. I think it was around for a, a couple of months before that. The world has changed. I, I mean, think about you, you want to you want to do a comedy sketch. You're going to type in to chat BT, G, GPT. Write me a comedy sketch involving X, Y, Z. And it will spit jokes out for you that are brand new for you. It's remarkable. It's remarkable, and it's just frightening to me. And, you know, and look. There are great uses for it, This too, is like going to be the things. way of the world. But yeah. I'm just thinking right now, when you, look, and, and, and I hate to sound like I'm, you know, 120 years old. But, you know, I, I'm looking at kids in school right now. And I'm just thinking they don't really understand the art of conversation anymore because all they do is text. Mm-hmm. Well, conversation is different, right? And right. because they don't have these kind of, you know, face-to-face relationships with people the way they used to, that so much is done just by texting because it's easier, aside from it being lazier than interacting with people, good luck having relationships, That when these people grow up and they need to then figure out, how do I have a relationship with somebody when I really haven't socialized myself? And, you know, you struggle and you try to have one and to navigate a relationship and understand the ups and the downs and the, you know, how to resolve conflict and everything else when you haven't done any of that. These are going to blow up in their faces. But, but you're 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 interpreting a relationship on on the terms that you're familiar with them. Like if you were to ask my kids, who are certainly immersed in social media, do they have fulfilling relationships? They would say yes. Right. You might think no. No. But no. They no. think yes. They think yes right now. But what I'm saying is, when they're 25 and they want a partner, yeah, and they're going to have to interact with a partner, they th- will interact with it on a different plane. But They'll wh- sit next to each other and text each other. I mean, it, which which you and I, because we grew up in a different time, I don't say, think well, that's it, not a real relationship. But in their minds, that's a real relationship. Just like in your minds, your parents' minds, maybe at a, at a, you know talking on the telephone as opposed to face to face was a diminishment. But of they're gonna be face to face. Is what what I'm saying is they're gonna yeah. be living under the same roof with somebody that they choose, and then they've got to navigate that relationship. Yeah. It's hard enough to have relationships 
you know, when you're socialized. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's the divorce no. rate is so high. No, my wife and I fight over text now because it's easier. Like you left your toothbrush in the sink. I, I mean, seriously, because it's easier than having face to face conflict. Are you serious? No, not really. A little bit, a little bit. When we're pissed off at it, when we're at work and we're fighting, we're each other respective offices and we're fighting. We do it over text because you can, you know, it, it, it's easier and you can be more honest. <laughs> anyway, it's just different. Okay, and, okay. And, and it's okay. Let's just move different. on. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, Elon Musk. Speaking of somebody who would love to invent invented ChatGPT. So, I mean, look. You know, the thing, I don't know what it is. I react when the when the media just pounces on somebody. Um, and sometimes they pounce appropriately, like when they pounce on Donald Trump. That's appropriate to me because that guy's a threat to democracy. Elon Musk is a private owner of a private company. And the, the, the hand-wringing... And the anger that the media is having toward Elon Musk because they don't like his interpretation. And look, he's hypocritical. I no doubt he is a he is hypocritical when he says that this is going to be an open forum. He allows hateful people on, and then suddenly, when his ox is gored over something that's absurd, which is following a fly tracker, as if somebody's going to say, "Oh my God, Elon Musk just landed in Ireland." What are you going to do? And also, that's part of the commerce of democracy that you allow. It also might be false. Some of the reporters saying he's he's accusing me of doing things I never did. Also, no, I, mean, I, I, I understand yeah. that. I, yeah. And and but but here's the thing. I mean, look, we'll get to that. Well, let's get to it now. So there was a conference call last night, and I think there was a reporter from the New York Times, the Washington Post, a couple of other people, and Elon Musk. And they were challenging him because some of these reporters have now been suspended because they have they have apparently given out uh, information in real time about where he is through this flight plan thing. And look, I mean, number one, Elon Musk can do whatever he wants. If, if, if he's going to drive Twitter into the ground, his prerogative, he yeah, owns it, right. his prerogative. Right. Um, and in terms of cutting out journalists... He did say something interesting. Now, we'll get into whether the journalists actually did what they, he says they did. But he's saying, I'm going to treat journalists the same way I'm going to treat everybody else. And I started to think about it, and I thought, well, why shouldn't he? They should be treated like everybody else. Why would a journalist necessarily be in a higher position than anybody else on Twitter, on his platform? Yeah. 
Why? No, the, there's no reason they should be. I, I, I think where the they're, they're they're acting like they should be. Yes, I mean I, they were enough. incredulous that they would be suspended. Like, well, right. the, 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 and, and one of them right. said, "Well, the New York Times and the Washington right. Post, it's highly unusual for them to do something like." Well, it's like, yeah, <laughs> the criticism comes from the fact that so so he was saying that these various reporters were giving out yeah. flight data information that could be allowed people to track him, and he said although he said it was cute that they were actually putting the link in right, and, and he said that it violated terms of service. He's now changing the terms of service on the fly again. His right to do it. To changing the terms of service on the fly so that he could then claim that they're, and he's not denying this, he could then say, see, Twitter's terms of service don't allow this sort of disclosure or private information about any person, not just Elon Musk, right. about any person, and you're violating those terms of service. Right. Companies change the terms of service all the time on the fly, but to to the point that you know, you're making, the problem is that he put this out there as he wanted the free flow of information. His entire reason to of taking over Twitter was that he was upset that they were clamping down on First Amendment rights and all this stuff. Now, there is no First Amendment in private companies. Right. It doesn't exist. But he seen, it is hypocritical for him to then clamp down. And But then we get into, is what he's saying even true? All the reporters who were banned have been critical of Elon Musk, but some of them say that they haven't actually disclosed his flight data. So he, they're saying he's using this as a pretext to shut reporters down that he doesn't like. Not reporters that are reporting private information, and that and, may be true. And if it's true, um, you know, I disagree with the hypocrisy it. goes through the roof. Yeah, but but yeah. again, it's like it's the the hand wringing over him owning some private company just seems absurd to me. Now, if it's you know when when people were going after Facebook because of they they said that it had this impact on the election and everything else. I think that's a little bit different than this. I mean, look, if Elon Musk wants to make Twitter his private fiefdom, he has a right to do it. And yes, you can call him out for being hypocritical and everything else. But people are almost acting like Twitter is a branch of government somehow and that it's it, it's so sacrosanct that how dare you do what you're doing? It's a private company. Yeah, It's, it's a, a private company that... The world uses. To so get, what? To, I, I know, I know, but this is. I'm, I agree with you, but this is why people are so upset. They view it as a private company where the world gets its news from, okay, and when okay. that news is being corrupted, they don't like that. Okay. Let, first of all, I think if you're worried about what is going to become the main source of news, I think it's not going to be Twitter. I think it's TikTok. I think. T I mean, if you look at the Johnny and Amber trial, yeah, people got their news from TikTok. It was really transformative. It was the first time this has really happened. But they got their news from TikTok. TikTok decided who was right, who was wrong, what side you want to be on, what side don't you want to be on. TikTok was the center of reporting. Yeah. So, you know, if we were back in the day and Elon owned the biggest newspaper in the country that everybody used, I could understand how that would become much more of a threat. But the reality is, is that if Twitter goes away, Something's going to fill the void if it already hasn't. And the idea that we're so wound up about Twitter, I mean, people's, uh, there was more, there should have been more of a worry about MySpace because at the time of MySpace, there really wasn't a 2.0 of anything right. that could have taken its place. Right. And Facebook came along. But, yeah. you know, now you've got, you've got Facebook, you've got, 
Twitter, you've got Inst, you've got uh, um, TikTok, you've got Instagram, and you've a got thousand a mil- others. Yeah. And 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 when if Twitter goes away, somebody else is going to create something to fill the void. That's that's I mean, undoubtedly true. Hole, that's undoubtedly true. People yeah. look for holes in the market. And right. There's going to be a hole in the market. Somebody's going to fill it, and life's going to go on. Right. And life went on better before Twitter than after Twitter. The reality is that's true. Twitter right. has been a cesspool of hate for a long, long time. And it has also um, hijacked major companies where anybody starts tweeting something and companies react even if it's two people. Yeah. And so if you think Twitter needs to be, you know, it, it, integrity held high because this is this pillar of democracy, bullshit. Yeah, no, it is bullshit. It is the fountainhead of cancel, cancel culture for sure. Yeah. That's where everything happens, right? It, I, but but I think you're absolutely right. We put, we put so much faith and so much power into these companies as long as you let the free market roll, people will go to where they can get the inf- certain information. Now, we do have this confirmation bias. You have people going to Fox News. You have them going to CNN, depending on their political leanings. You, and there are you do look for certain sources where it can be a full democratization of ideas. And I think people look to Twitter for that. But and, and when it's Twitter women to me, really, because to me, Twitter is basically owned by the extremes. That, well, that's who that's who's most prolific, but you can. But get, that's but that's how companies are reacting. Yeah. So the idea that Twitter is this town hall of democracy, bullshit. Well, that's what he said he wanted, right? It, that's exactly what he said. Twitter he has ne- Twitter hasn't been that in years. But that's exactly what Elon Musk said. He well, said I want it to be an so open if, town hall. And, and if he doesn't make it that, it's going to be the same as it's been for years, yeah. which is basically the extremes hijacking and holding hostage companies and everybody else with their views which don't align with the majority of Americans. It's so funny you mentioned TikTok because that is owned and dominated by the Chinese government. Right. <laughs> and we're using that well, as potentially the next stage in the free you know, dis- dissemination of ideas. And the funniest thing to me is that, you know, with all the talk about now TikTok, that the Chinese government can compromise our, you know, our information and the government can use it and everything else. I love that China came out and said, look, we have no intention of doing that. And to me, this, I'm going to go on the other side yeah. now. That is one of the dumbest. It's like, how dumb do you folks think we are, right. Chinese government, that, oh, yeah, we're, we have no intention of doing it, or the company said it. Can you imagine if the, pres- if the president of China says to TikTok, you're going to do it my way or else, what are they going to do? They do it now. The Chinese government is dictating what TikTok is I know. Made. So what I'm it's saying ridiculous. is, so I when, agree. The, when the company comes out and says, oh, don't you, you have nothing to worry about. Really? We have nothing to worry about when your president is basically anti-human rights, anti, you know, anything that he doesn't they align. They kill protesters with, in the streets. Right. They, they, they don't doesn't have a problem. They jail doesn't, everybody. Doesn't yeah. align with his views or the government views or threatens the government. Or, gee, we can spy on America. Uh, and I want you to do it or else. What's that company going to do? Yeah, they're going to spy Give on America. Give me a break. Give yeah. me a, that they said that. Give yeah. me a break. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>